Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today we'll be listening to the conversion story of a former Christian. She was raised obviously in a Christian home. As she grew, she was really she was involved in the church, you know, being an usher and what have you. I think was the usher. It was the choir. She just served in the church, like most people do. Or we'll see most people, but whatever. Well, one thing that made her to start questioning her faith was coming in contact with a mutual friend, a friend of a friend who was an atheist. That was her first first encounter with an atheist. And this person was a catalyst, along with a particular book that she read. These were the two things that triggered her to start questioning her faith. And at the end of the day, she stopped believing. So if you haven't subscribed, please consider subscribing on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, and other places you find podcasts. Then if you want to share your story, please reach out via WhatsApp. Check out the show notes. You see the link right there. We'd love to hear from you. So now let's go and listen to the conversion story of Cindy. Hello, Cindy, Thank and you are welcome to Story of an Aces. How are you doing, Ami? Hi. Thank you. I'm Good. fine. Thank you. How are you? We do. We do. We do manage Nigeria as we do. So, but what can we do? Uh-huh. What can we do? So, Cindy, you are welcome. Um, the listener knows we are speaking with Cindy. So, we'd like to know a little more about you. Um, so, um, where are you located if you want to share that um your age okay. whether gen z millennial or are you gen x who knows uh what uh. you do for a living <laughs> are you a single pringle okay. are they snatched you and uh, <laughs> you know okay. and so on and so forth okay so um hi uh, my name is cindy um i am currently based in accra but mm. i'm a nigerian okay um what else uh um, i think i'm millennial no which one is millennium yeah, yeah i think that. millennial you know stops, all those, you know all those confused oh yeah that's the that, i'm 95 exactly okay. so you're right on millennial. the edge you're about to fall down to gen yes. z gen, gen <laughs> <laughs> they call us the confused people. <laughs> we have five, six, of and seven. They always confused. Five, six, seven. Five, six, I seven. Swear. Okay. They are there. They are. Uh, they know where they are. Mm-hmm. Six and seven. They are Gen Z. They sometimes, but sometimes they claim to be. They claim to be millennial too, but it is what it uh, is. Wow. Uh, what do you do for a living? Do you want to share that? Okay, I am a, I'm a freelancer. I'm a Texas, a broke one, please. I don't have money. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm a, yet, yeah, the money is coming. I can see the money. I am um, a digital marketer. Okay. Um, apart from digital marketing, I do a bit of design. Digital marketing has design. Yeah, I do all that. I also, I'm a podcaster too. Nice. Uh, I'm a creative person. I can sing, can do business. So, where the money is coming from now is tech. We shall make it stuff. Have time. You go sing for us before you work out. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 then, um, hmm. 
As for <laughs> Are they snatched you ahead before you run? Are they snatched you? <laughs> well, all I can say is you know, it is what it is. <laughs> we are not in the street. We are not sir. We are not no, I'm not in the street anybody. We are not in the street though. We are not in the street. So okay. we are there. We just yes, did it. Okay, okay, okay. That was yes. day. That was day. Nice one, nice one, nice one. Okay. So let's okay. move on to this religious side of things. Um, when it comes oh, yeah. to this whole religious spectrum, what do you identify as? Is it atheist, agnostic, irreligious, or you don't do labels at all? I can't swear, be. Of course not. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I am. Um, on the part of I don't give a fuck, basically. Mm-hmm. That is what, when people ask me, I'm like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Mainly, I am not religious. I'm religiously not religious, and put it like that. I don't identify as Christian. Okay. But I'll say atheist agnostic. You know, agnostic people don't give a fuck. That is just it. I don't mm, give a fuck. Um, not but, really. No. Mm. Depends on the okay. kind of agnostic that um, you know. Uh, you know what people think that you you can either be an atheist or agnostic. Not only that you can be an agnostic atheist. Like they are those those okay. those two things answer two different questions. You know, atheism answers Understood. do you believe in God? Yes or no. Agnosticism answers do you know? I, okay. Yes or no. Mm. You understand? Okay, I get. So I don't I don't use any email. I'm just a human being. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh so uh can we can you now take us on your on the journey in full detail in full details of your religious background, uh, what it was like. Let us get oh, a feel because oh, okay. back in time. Okay, let's go. Let's go back in time. Okay. So um I was born into a family that they are Catholics. Again, oh, my family is Catholic, yeah. but part of my family is also Methodist and Pentecostal, basically. Wow. So, but my now, when you say part, my is part of the family, or are you talking about yeah. extended along? Or? Okay, yeah, extended kind of. Okay. I remember when we were growing up, my mom used to say that her mom was Catholic. My dad's mom, my, my dad's family is Catholic. Okay. But her mom was Catholic and her dad was Methodist. Okay. So now the part that is Pentecostal, it is my uncle that's the pastor, basically. Okay. So yeah, but my father is not a pastor. Yeah. Um. All I can uh, say is no. he goes to church for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you, I I don't know if people have met parents like that. They don't go to church normally, but maybe when he's first Sunday, doing Thanksgiving, first Sunday call. No, not that one. Ah. When maybe there's a maybe New Year festival. I don't know. They yeah. do New Year festival okay. in Yoruba land. You know that, right? New Year festival. Um, mm. in in Igbo land we call it Iriji. So when he does. That I know that they do Thanksgiving after that's when my dad goes to church actually. Okay. But my mom is a church goer. She's the one that goes to church regularly. No, no. she's Catholic. So um that's yeah, she is. Okay. But <laughs> but we grew up in Lagos. So I never actually like my childhood is we used to attend I've attended Catholic, I've attended Methodist, I've attended different Pentecostal churches. Mm. 
and that's because of my mom. Regardless that she is Catholic, she she goes to she doesn't go to Methodist, but it depends. Maybe her brother is doing something in church, okay. and she's going there. But when we're in Lagos, if she can't go to Catholic church, she goes to other Pentecostal churches, and that's how we grew up, like going to different Pentecostal churches when we can't go to Catholic church. Because I know that a lot of people, especially people in the Pentecostal division, they always say she uh, things about Catholics and all. Yes, but it was never like that for us. It was like, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm just saying based on me, oh, as okay. far I grew up Catholic. You know, most times people say Catholics don't pray, things like that. But yeah. we were never told anything like that about other divisions. It just go to church, basically. I know I used to, I used to be a bit active in church. <laughs> uh, when it was children's church, I know I used to be um, part of choir, I think even mm, okay. acting, things like that in church. And then when I was in secondary school, there was this church that I was a part of. Uh, I was an usher there. I'm very sh- I wonder how I did that thing. I was very shy, but <laughs> I like that. Well, you standing at <laughs> they the pushed back. me to do that. Yes, uh-huh. and they were expecting me to dance. Me, how? <laughs> why? why <laughs> it was just a bit awkward. Maybe just they do one two step. Ah, just one woman came to me. She's like, "See, if you're an usher, you have to dance." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh wow!" Ah. Wow. Usher is well, going to be monitoring anyway. the, the <laughs> congregation. Huh? If you are dancing, you'll be distracted. Mm. Oh well. Well, she said I should dance, but me, I'm I'm very shy. I did not dance. But that's like basically I was mostly we were I know that the time that I was I'll say very religious was in secondary school. Mm-hmm. That I remember this day I was like I was telling my teacher I was saying this, I told her that I used to pray. This was, <laughs> she was like, There's a difference between being spiritual and religious. Who are you talking to? Me, I don't understand that one. But I knew that I was very drawn to praying and things like that so that was the journey before uni i eventually like it was so crazy how i decided to school in ghana but i ended up in ghana but while in ghana i was still i wasn't going to church normally i wasn't going to church frequently i think it was because i was an usher that inspired me to go to church but when i came here it reduced but it didn't mean I wasn't like a be religious and all that. I was still religious. Yeah. Until um twenty sixteen. That is when things became like a bit shaky for me. Because was life was happening. I'll say okay, let me say okay. yeah, let me say twenty fifteen. So I was supposed to graduate. Yeah, I think starting from twenty fifteen, I was supposed to graduate and Things started happening, like it was becoming a bit difficult. So I remember 2016, July, some of my friends were graduating, like the people ahead of like my year okay. were friends. I know they were graduating. I noticed that time was very difficult for me because I was feeling very anxious. Post graduation depression, basically. And I started thinking that maybe God was punishing me because of whatever it is I have done, all the things I have committed, that's why my life was becoming mm. a bit hard. Any, anything in particular? Yes. Anyone, sex, all of them. That one is not bad. Okay. 
exactly. <laughs> so I remember going, we we'll go to church that time, and you know all these are prophecies. Mm-hmm. That thing, you, mean, you know, when they see, I feel like when when sometimes they see students, yeah. I don't think it's that deep for people to guess what students can be doing, um, you know. and they can use that to kind of like push a narrative into your head. So, and then from hearing all those things, I was thinking that oh, God was punishing me for things that I had been doing. That's why my life is hard now, and that was the mindset. I was angry. I was frustrated, basically, and. That time, I got introduced to the very first atheist I met. That was my was my ex boyfriend's friend. That was the very first atheist I, I was meeting. And then, to me, that time, what was going through my head was that you know the regular. How can you not believe in God? Mm, like are you, you get you are, because that's the first time. That's the first time you are meeting somebody. And that is not a Christian and doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. So it was like that for me. And then it was just, but I noticed that at some point, most of the things he was saying made sense, but that's not when I stopped completely. I continued my religious journey of thinking God was punishing me. And then when something good per se happens, mm-hmm. ah, then God will, will you know. You know, it's, <laughs> thank God, miracle has happened, things like that. So mine, I think it continued until 2016, like 2016 continued. Then it got to a time that I just didn't want that again. And then I remember my friend, another friend saying one time that, oh, it's because of, because we, we had like a mutual friend from Nigeria, yeah? And he came to visit. And he asked a question, oh, Cindy, do you go to church? And my friend now responded, no, she doesn't go because of one boy. (laughs) (laughs) I was just dumbfounded. I was quiet. Because your boyfriend or your boyfriend's friend? Who who was she referring to? No. The boy he was talking about was like my ex's friend, basically. That's because of that person. That's the only ex that I knew then. So the person influenced you not to be going to church anymore? That's what he was saying. Okay. But I was, to me, in that moment, I was quiet because I understood that he didn't understand what I was dealing with. And he was very wrong. I don't think, I don't know, Shaba, I don't think anybody can influence you. If your God is so strong and your beliefs are so strong, you get? Yeah. Of course, maybe there'll be questions and all that, but I don't think anybody can push you to the extent of abandoning something that you had believed all your life. Do you understand? Yeah. That's the way me I look at it all. So that day I was very quiet. But I had stopped. I think what even cleared my doubts completely, I remember this was like twenty seventeen, eighteen period. Was meeting an old friend. He his name is I I don't mind his name is George. Okay. I met him in 2014. He's a personal trainer. So it was when I joined the gym. But I, I have this thing about me that before you can get close to me, it takes a while. But then we didn't see again till one evening, 2017, 2018, that um, I was walking. And then I met him on the road. He's like, you, do you get like we reconnected? Yeah. And the next year, he was 
a trainer at my gym. That's how we became friends again. We became like real friends then. But all that time that I was transitioning out of religion, I was going through depression, basically. Like I said, post-graduation depression kind yeah. of thing. Like in, That's when I, I feel you are becoming an adult. <laughs> you are no more receiving like money from parents like that. Like Now you have to start thinking about your life. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I was going through all that. But one thing that I know that the root of the depression I was experiencing was, was, was I didn't know who I was. Do you get? Yeah. I feel that like when you grow up with your parents, you kind of like pick the identity that they have created for you or the mm-hmm. kind of person they're expecting you to be. Yeah. Till it stops working. And for me, it wasn't working anymore because I'm like, if you remove my parents, remove even the boyfriends or the ex-boyfriends or whoever it is, who is Cindy, basically? I couldn't answer that question. And that was making me miserable. So working with George again, we're doing exercises at the gym and he was training me to be a trainer too. <laughs> okay. He introduced me to this book called Crazy Wisdom. And that helped me answer a lot of questions I had. Mm. They, it's, it's a Buddhist book. Do you get me saying Buddhist doesn't mean I identify as a Buddhist. Mm, I, no, yeah, I don't identify with anything. Buddhism, I'm just yeah. making it clear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just making it clear okay. because people think that maybe because you are reading a certain thing, um, you have to go Believe, with their yeah. beliefs. I mean, I fuck with a lot of things they say. I fuck with it, but it's just, it, even like, from most of the things I've read from them, I don't think they are expecting you to carry Buddhist title on your head. Do you mm, get? Yeah. All this, I am a Christian. I need to live up to the standard of being a Christian. I, From what I understood from that book is, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Chognam. True. No, just kidding. But the name of the book is Crazy Wisdom. Okay. And I read it. And it, he, he was talking like, he will give examples in christianity and give you reality do you get to why it doesn't work to me that's my own conclusion because some of the things he will bring up it will be like he gave the explanation like life is just happening to you it's like you me being a christian all that time i've been told that when good things happen god is blessing you yeah once good thing but once your so-called bad things start happening it means you are being punished you have done something wrong yeah exactly like you have to repent exactly so that book helped me through that transition basically and then i i think you know when when we talk about maybe loneliness so i I was listening to one of your episodes you're talking about the loneliness of an atheist like yeah do you get i think one of the best things is having people in that community they don't really necessarily have to believe everything you believe but then it's like you have somebody that will not judge you for what you are feeling Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i got from george and my ex's friend that we became friends Mm -hmm. we became friends basically they don't judge you for what you are feeling they don't tell you you are bad for questioning these things and being friends with George showed me how to 
question when 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 because whenever we are training we mix personal training with things even you know like people can have myths about anything not just religion so whenever i'm thinking something he's like question it do you get whenever I, why do i believe what i believe so that was like how i transitioned out of religion basically it helped me i felt sane you know when you haven't met people <laughs> that kind of like believe what you are because that's the way um beliefs survive or thrive do you get when you yeah. get a group of people that have the same yeah, this thing yeah. and me i felt yeah i felt seen by somebody i felt like i wasn't crazy do you get mm. like it's not only me that thinks this is fucked up <laughs> so that was actually how i transitioned out of it and since then I remember, let me say this. I remember before I even connected with George, I was slightly moving from Christianity to Zodiac signs. I'm not saying <laughs> it's bullshit. You see, you see, exactly. I'm not saying it's bullshit. What I'm saying is, you know how we have um, shaped our beliefs in Christianity having the answers to everything yeah. that you are seeking your pastor's uh, revelations. Your pastor should tell you this. Mm. What should you do next? That's what I do. I thought I was doing with astrology then. And then Joey was telling, uh, sorry. Hey, <laughs> somebody's name, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So no, like my ex's friend was telling me then that I shouldn't sink into that. Do you get that? These things are, basic thing that people can get or can guess do you understand these yeah. are not answers to your questions basically so that's what i was so then i suddenly you know that's that that's what even drives people to go and pay people to tell them to suit to uh, like see the future because we are seeking answers basically that's what like a lot of human beings even christians are doing they are seeking answers to their problem that's why people are willing to give a lot of money to pastors mm. to ah, pastor what should i do this <sighs> one no forgetting that <laughs> forgetting that, that your pastor is also a human being all yeah. of you are equal that's what like the book basically was showing me that yo that you all of you are humans with different experiences yeah. you get and it's like even with this journey i think one thing that i also pick i listen to a lot of monks so i know that mm. but i feel from their own teachings they are not telling you to carry an identity on your head yeah do you understand yeah. and that's one thing i liked about it and one of them said never look up to anybody I never looked down on anybody and I've taken that since mm. I see every pastor even every monk as just a human being because that is what they are I feel like religion gives you this them them pastor like a step you know when some somebody's upstairs looking at you from downstairs mm. you your ground floor they are up and they are closer to God mm. you get so they have this they, they've given them this elevated look yes, and all this pure see i feel noticed that like even a lot of people have like mad crushes on pastors ah. that is like to that's, me that is like mine that is mine for queen sexual scandals man. <laughs> exactly exactly because they look at them on this 
spectrum. <laughs> pedestal, them like on not pedestal. equal to you as a exactly. So not like equal to you as a human being. Yeah. And then me, since then I since I picked that word or that um quote from Concept. that monk that I was talking. Exactly. I have never let it go. I look at everybody as just a human being because that's what we all ha- are, basically. And that's basically how I transitioned from religion. And since then, it is it has been a lot of unlearning because you don't. I don't feel like these things. You let it go at once. You go through all your stages of anger, rebelliousness, till literally. I think so I got to the point that like I'm at your point. Angry phase after losing religion. Of course. How did you see that time? I don't even if you if you. If you if you where, if, I, where if you your outlet? Your God where, name, yeah. where was your outlet? Was it just real life anger, or were you online? I think it was Twitter. Twitter. Mm. I was, it was Twitter. It was Twitter. It was offline. If you near me with that nonsense, you collect. <laughs> you collect. <laughs> That's it. So I had like transition from now. If they are talking, I just. Do <laughs> you get like believe what you want? Like believe unless you come and meet me, me that I've said I don't want. Yeah. You not come and meet me. Hey. Then yeah, <laughs> we will discuss. But like exactly. But I'm I moved to it. I remember when I think twenty eighteen, sort of I told my mom. My mom because even till mm. today she tell me, pray oh this I tell her okay. I told mm. her, Mommy, I don't go to church anymore. She's like, Hey, yeah. you don't go to church. Oh, I say yes, I don't. You know, like, I feel like, I'm sorry, but I feel very privileged and very lucky. Kind of. Because my parents are not to a certain level. They don't try to... Uh, yeah! They've never been that forcing you... I mean, of course, there's some things. But when it comes to that religion, I, mean, I told her straight that, see, I don't believe in anything. I do not. Mm. She was like, hey, that I understand, but even to today, she says pray. I'll say, okay, I've heard. <laughs> she knows. I know, like me, I'm not going to fault her because she's used to it. Everything she prays. When I told her that I was going through a situation in school, she's like, oh, don't worry. I will pray. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Mm. Actually, to me, yeah, I feel that like even my parents, I'm not even making an effort to change anybody. They are good the way they are. They've lived their you life basically. Have, my, you can't even have exactly. success. It's, it's your own even, sanity even you need my to dad, Even my dad can't even tell me go to church. I've asked him. When we were see, when we were growing up, he never see that's why I said only Thanksgiving. My daddy never went like and he's not one that does do or die affair with religion. Even some some of the things that we will talk sometimes and I'm like, all these pastors, he's like, he understands. Like, he sees it, basically. So even some parents, I'm like, they just hold on to religious this thing, but yes, a lot of them don't believe that deep. That's how I feel. Exactly. Now, you so, didn't mention so that's actually siblings. how I... Are you an only child? Oh, no, I'm not. So I your have siblings, siblings, are they aware have, or are they of age to be aware of such things? Oh, my brother is religious. 
I know my brother is religious because I see his status. <laughs> For my other siblings, I don't see their status, but I think they are also religious. For my brother, I know no, he's I mean, religious. Regarding to he's my, he's that my you don't believe anymore, have they, do they know? Are they, are they, I don't they, think anybody gives a fuck. No, no sense. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> no sense. It was once that I posted something that a distant my cousin was like, "Oh, ah. so you don't believe?" Say yes. He said him too. Really, he doesn't. But he wants to hear like what I have to say. And I explained to him that I don't believe. I just feel like these things are being used to manipulate. He's older than me. I've been okay. used to manipulate people, and it's like. He didn't make it fuss about it or anything. Like, why, why, you know? <laughs> nah. I think him too, he was working through his own path. But okay. I, I never asked again that what's up with that. So that's how me, I transitioned until today. I'm just Those picking children. things from everywhere. Finding, finding what works for me. Exactly. Mm. So when people, I remember, oh God, see. When Christians hear you are not a Christian, ah, <laughs> alarm, alarm, starting. They've seen a project to uh-huh, focus man. on. If you're not, I even, swear, I've seen me not talking. I was like that though. Or when they try to sell share flyer to you, me, I'm like, don't think. Me, I'll tell you straight. Please don't give me. I'll put it like this. I act like nobody was there. <laughs> I, I, I oh like no! Nobody, nobody me, I like one was trying to give I'm me. I'm ready to, I'm to like, call see, you for anything. Fuck off! Eh, I'm think he's used to people taking it. I'm like, see, eh? If you, if I take this thing from you, we don't change side of thing. That yeah, that's the truth. So just save your off. paper. <laughs> and if I, well, that's those people that yeah. shared flyers during COVID. I was fucking annoyed. Like, I people mad. You want to be sharing COVID? Hey. What's your problem? I'm sorry. Why are you annoyed? I, did you see that woman that was putting in there? You know that New Testament, Testament Bible? Yeah. This one, this is the one that uses to do those marks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw that. You never saw that meme. You know what that means? Oh, oh, I don't, I'm not sure. Fact, I'm not sure. We will explore but... how religion is in Ghana. We'll get there. But hey, before we oh. before we go to, to <laughs> oh. do compare and contrast, um, uh-huh. Did you believe in hellfire? When you oh were, yes. Ah. So I, how I did you that. how did you get of rid course. of that fear? Were you afraid of hellfire or you just believed in hellfire? Which one? Oh. Uh, it traumatized you. I think it was depression. Of course it did. It did. See, there was a time that when I was going to depression, the time I was looking to the sky, I'm thinking like, yo, some man is is monitoring everything I'm doing. Like, let me. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like. It's, I don't know who they will tell all those things at a child and you will not be scared or traumatized. Of course you will. That that one is, there's no argument. How will you tell somebody that they are going to burn in the lake of fire? What the hell is that? If they disobey their big daddy. <laughs> it's weird. It's, so how I think did you, how, how, how did I got you it was, it was depression. How I was depression? reading that book. Okay. No, I was listening to the monk, I think he's Sadhguru. If you ever come across his post, I think he, has this he said something. Beer beer like this. Yes. This, as a British, he's always telling British, funny jokes when he's of, talking. Uh, kind of British accent in the way. Is it British? Is it British? No. No. Nah, it doesn't. Oh, Very that one is uh, that one is Jay Shetty. 
you want your second about his not day no, no, no. This one's actual monk. He's, he's a monk. Not J. J. No, is the British. That one a fine boy. That one a fine boy. Motivational. He's figure. the one with British accent. Okay, that means but that. Sadhguru is the one with Sadhguru, white beard. Yeah, hey, Sadhguru with the white beard. J. Yes. J. is a young man. He's, I think he's one of my. Yes, yes, he's the one with white beards and all this kind of him. He said something about even the book I read, Crazy Wisdom. They talked about heaven and earth. And I remember one question was like, right now, like I was going through depression. If anybody is going through depression, I will ask you right now, what does it feel like to you? Does that feel like heaven? That's hell. If you've ever experienced depression, you know that is hell, basically. You are in a constant state of sadness. Even if you smile a little bit, next moment you have, your, your energy is down. That felt like health to me. And I think I got to a point where I needed to like change of mindset. I got to, I, I got connected with law of attraction. These things, yeah, helped me shift out of religion completely. And not, and not seek answers that I really, it really doesn't do anything for me basically. So I think I asked myself most when I was going through depression as per this doesn't make sense. You are living for somewhere you have not seen before. Do you get me? Yeah. It's like them say eh, ranting ahead that in Ghana that FII is there. Mm-hmm. You, have, you, you have not seen. Mm-hmm. I have not seen. I've never been there. But you are going with that belief that Somebody said, when you die, you are going somewhere. How did the person have the person die before? <laughs> the person have died. You know all those stories that they come? Oh, a pastor died and he resurrected mm-hmm. how many days later? Uh, I'm like, as the person died before, how do you know where you are going? One thing, that's, I think that's one thing it asks people. What is the proof? I don't, people like to say maybe about faith or anything. Okay, so we are we are back. Before um, thanks to Nepal, sorry Nigeria, that's our life. So. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we have life here. As in, it's just ironic, you know, we are we, we are the one producing the power for Ghana. Imagine. Wonderful. That's what oh, I heard. Oh, some parts of Ghana, there's no life. Because I. But um, so we have life here. Yeah, no, because we had that they had to make a deal with Ghana so that. Uh, you will not damn the Niger before us. Uh, you know the Niger passes through Ghana before Nigeria, so if you damn it, oh yeah, we ourselves we are left stranded. So you 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 damn your own, then you provide power for us. If not, we will do our own and damn you to hell. That kind of thing. Mm, Nigeria mm, so needs Nigeria needs power. It's not. See, it's not what we need power. Mm. It's the. the is the systemic is a systemic thing, you know that exactly. It's, it's a systemic thing. It's not not. They know what they are doing. It's not a mistake. <laughs> uh-huh. So we're uh, talking about hell, being depressed, uh, mm-hmm. being hellfire. So oh yeah, that's around where the, the thing cut off. Okay. So I can continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so even your question about like yeah, hellfire. So I'm saying like that whole stage of depression, like if anybody dies experiencing it, you would be able to like if you are paying attention, you should be able to see that 
I don't know. That f- that felt like hell for me. Or maybe it feels like heaven for other people. Uh, but so. I d- it doesn't sit well to me that people that are not sure of what they are talking about are telling you to leave for a place you haven't seen. It's like you being here on earth, yeah? Or ranting, you, you being in Nigeria. They're yeah. telling you, no, don't leave for Nigeria. Leave for Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> when you die, you go to Ghana. Mm-hmm. It's, that, that doesn't make sense. Because even when we listen to it, people are now, like, I like that there are a lot of topics about present moment. If they're trying to live in present moment, why are you living based on somewhere you haven't been to mm-hmm. so i i think that people even on on like they underestimate the amount of fear we live in especially in nigeria i'm not talking about society i'm talking about everyday maybe religious stuff apart from hellfire they are constantly scared about the evil ones the mm. devil plotting against My them people literally exactly I feel like a lot of people are existing based on fear. Like all their life is directed by fear. And I think that that's one thing religion, living like transitioning out of religion helped me deal with. I know. So I feel like people should pay attention. It it makes no sense to me. Like it makes no sense for me to be here alive now. And you're telling me I, ne- I need to live a certain way. I even think that is why, like, that's one of the reasons why people go through depression. Because you are literally working against yourself to belong. Hmm. Do you get? Yeah. Maybe you like a particular thing, but because the standard of Christianity says this, now nah, I need to belong so I look like them and act like them so that I end up where they are going. I've, that was one of the reasons why I'm saying it. I experienced depression because it's like you keep on living up to what people expect you to be, but that's not you. Like when you remove all those layers, you don't know who you are, like your deep core. Like to me, like that, that messed me up. It took me a while to, you know what? Like there was a time I was there. I didn't even know what Cindy liked. I had to, go through the whole process of figuring out what I don't like, first of all, because a lot of us grew up with religious conditioning, whereby some things that you actually like, like me, I like piercing tattoos, all those kind of, I don't have a problem with it. But then you are raised to see some things as good and bad. Yes. You get, and then you follow that. But as you grow up, to, to be honest, I think like, even as children, yeah, we are at our innocent state. But when all those social conditioning starts happening, you are going to be picking identity. Oh, I'm a true Christian. I have to act like this. I need to listen to this specific kind of music. If you are an atheist, you believe in the devil. You're not one of us. So I find it weird that they kind of like tell you, they say you should love your neighbor, you should love yourself. But then when the person doesn't believe in what you believe in, that person worships the devil or they are the other people Mm. exactly (laughs) see like people people like to say that religion is here to bring us together that's a lie that is one of the most divisive things divisive tools i've seen both government or and just regular people use Mm -hmm. see how they treat other people Mm -hmm. i have met christians that are more wicked 
Mm-hmm. Now what I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like they are just pure wickedness. But they go to church every day. And I think that's actually fucked up. For you to tell people that no matter what they do, they'll be forgiven. Why? You're not holding anybody accountable. That's one of the things I had I had problem with religion. They do not hold people accountable for what they do. They're supposed to forgive and forget. Is that how forgiveness works? <laughs> Like, is that it how it's supposed to work? It works like it works like, like that for the abuser, you know. Forgive yeah, and forget. Do you remember this? Which African country did they do the that massacre? Is it Rwanda? That yes. huge genocide or something like, like ma- massacre yeah, on that like, they kill people. Yeah, yes, Rwanda. Yeah, Tutsi. Yeah, Tutsi did tribe. you ever see like a video that they were exactly? Do you see the video that they were trying to tell one woman to forgive somebody that killed her family and they brought? Uh, a like I think it was a reverend father they brought there. To me, that was very manipulative. If you don't do that to people, that and God said, God said we should do what? You killed my family, and then you are now trying to like coerce me into forgiving the person. Obviously, like that to me, that feels like self betrayal anyway. But I feel like most of the things that we learned while growing up, I have unlearned a lot of them, a lot. Especially when it has to be with forgiveness accountability and do you know one thing about this accountability thing is when they blame the devil for the shit that they do Chai. that's always that the, is that just is, total is, is, is what you call that's the fall guy the one that takes the fall exactly like you stole you you use your hand to steal something with your senses and then you the are devil, blaming the, the devil, devil. how does that is. work I don't, the magic <laughs> to be like, to, like I like that I transitioned out of it. It basically, like do you, uh, you like as an atheist here, yeah? living. Do you feel like you see that guilt that you used to feel as a child when you don't do certain things like go yeah. to church or you don't do set. It's not there. Like I remember when me and George, cause on Sundays yeah, there's this long hike. I know if everyone knows is on Ayimensa Road, Iburi up the mountain. Like it's like a long hike up the mountain, basically. Like you're going to Iburi. And we were like because he, he has a bike, I was on his bike, we're going there. We normally do that. And he was like, Do you know what it means like to be on a Sunday and you are free of guilt because you are going to do something you like. Not you are being persuaded to go and sit down and listen to somebody that doesn't know what you want to do with his life to tell you what to do with your life. To me, like it, like that feeling was very refreshing to me. Like I know when I was young, I used to feel very guilty when I do go. Oh, I didn't go to church today. I've done a bad thing. Do you get? If you don't even but feel guilty, somebody will try religion, to make you feel guilty. Exactly. Ah, so you didn't go to church today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, demon. but like being transitioning out of it exactly transitioning out of religion i got rid of that guilt like you know how sunday how i enjoy my sundays hey <laughs> those are the days i go like a longer walk or something that makes because i don't to me like i think nigerians i'm saying nigerians because i know how lagos is you will spend hours in traffic uh-huh. weekdays saturday for cleaning you will now go and sit down <laughs> I go to, sometimes, traffic on Sunday too. On Sunday. Coming from church. 
people that we going from nah. Lagos to Kenan land <laughs> facing traffic on it. I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. extreme sports just to fucking go to the yellow one, bad man, talk shit. Not <laughs> this one, you don't work out. Yeah. Uh, so before we wrap to up, me, like, um, do, to as somebody me, that has lived in Nigeria yeah. and Ghana, uh-huh. Can you do a comparison or the way how you see how you see <laughs> okay. how you see religion affecting these two countries? Do you see do you see similarities or do you see a different degree of effect on either side? Yeah. Okay. One thing I'll say is I remember when a friend pointed out that in Ghana, yeah, they don't carry it on their head like Nigeria. I'm honest. Like mm. They are religious people, yeah. Yeah. But in Nigeria, they different degree. You know how people just block road because they are doing, they want to pray or they are doing crusade or what? Yeah. It's not really, really like that here. Like, you know, like sometimes we could actually go through maybe this fasting period and all that. And you really know. I don't know. I noticed it though. Maybe in fact, I'm staying. Because my friend pointed it out that day that, you know, that it's Ghana, like, you can't even guess somebody is Christian or, like, I don't know, from what we saw, like, you can't even tell someone is Muslim or, unless maybe you see them, like, dressed a certain way that you mm. guess, okay. But it is never, like, your first guess. <laughs> you know what I'm I, But obviously, there are overly religious people here, too. Um, what else? Like, to me, I feel like when it comes to, like, government and all that, like, obviously, we know what's happening. Religion is part of both countries. Do you get? Yeah. But I don't, I haven't really, you see the way they are doing Christian Muslim tickets in Nigeria? Yes. From what they are doing. Yeah, I haven't yeah. really seen that. I haven't seen that here that much. So Maybe they don't consider um, the, the religion of the candidates Like, I've never, I don't know, but I've never come across somebody saying, ah, hey, listen, getting this. Do you get? Well, mm-hmm. like, I've never seen for religion, or maybe the other things that they use. But when it comes to religion, I mean, but what I'll say is, there are actually a lot of Buddhist atheists here. Sometimes you will never know. Like, wow. you will never know. But they are there. I might just post something and somebody's like, yeah. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you get they, they actually understand. But still, we still have, you know that regular, you are you are coming back from work, tired. And somebody will not enter the bus and be shouting nonsense in your ear. Mm-hmm. They have that here oh, too. The, the bus preachers. <laughs> yes. Ah. Oh. There was a day I sat like I think which year was this? I sat in the but I almost shouted a lie. <laughs> wow. Because you are sitting there in front of me and you are shouting, like what's your problem? Mm-mm. I mean I always have headphones, so I don't really listen to. But they have that here too. Uh what else? <laughs> oh, wow. No, ask something. Is there ask so that I know? No, no, that's that's it. I guess you just understand the for you. Just, you, know, you telling us that it's, it's worse in Nigeria. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I'm oh. inclined to agree because I even say let me not even say Nigeria, Lagos because I grew up in Lagos. Yeah, but I I know like everywhere. Okay, even with all these their bills and all the same thing that is happening in Nigeria is happening here too. Like, people are trying to infuse really 
all this they are um coming for lgbtq people and uh-huh, all that yeah yeah it's yeah. happening here too yes yeah. that is happening here too you know that i find it problematic that you are trying to infuse religion in a secular country with people with different beliefs they are traditional worshippers here they don't care yeah same way oh okay let me say one thing when i knew you came here to ghana do you know the way they to advertise church <laughs> Mm-hmm. Eh? I know the way they say like they have billboard for yeah. church. They have for herbalists here. <laughs> I don't know how when we came we saw a few. I'm not joking. Wow. When we came we saw a few like with his picture, he's sitting down on the poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was something there. very interesting. Wow. Eh? <laughs> that was something very interesting that we saw when we came here. The host yeah. to this room. The host to this room. Wow. Mm, I, I'm so happy I remember that. Because that, that was like, I would never yes. expect. What? We were shocked. Like, we were shocked. Like, eh? The advertising is in Nigeria. Market. You know. Ah. Nigeria, hmm. we, ah, they go, hey, ritualists. Exactly. Hey, they were attacked. Exactly. They were attacked. Ah. They were attacked. They were attacked. Mm. Oh, he had his signboard, like different ones, though, not just one. Wow. Actually, <laughs> something's interesting. That's, that's, <laughs> that's strange. Mm. That's weird. That's weird. But yes, yeah. indeed, it was nice uh, you of you coming to share your story with us. I really appreciate you coming. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you for you. having me. So do you want us to find you online fun. or you want to remain low-key? Oh, yeah. Please find your line. Okay. Um, at Cinderella Odin on Twitter and Time with Rella and Cinderella Odin too on Instagram. Okay. So Cinderella Odin Twitter and Instagram and Time with Rella on Instagram. Okay. So yeah. we'll, we'll put the links in the show notes below so that so that oh, we'll, okay. we'll go run now. So thank you, Cindy. Yeah. I really appreciate you. Uh, it was fun. I had fun sharing my story. So I enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, I hope it inspires people to, you know, leave religion alone and live, live yeah, their so life and be good should, people. You should take, take That's the essential thing. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe up Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube and other places you find podcasts. Check out the show notes for links you find useful. WhatsApp as well. Have a great week and I will catch you on the next one.